Welcome to the Successful Farming Podcast. I'm David Ekstrom. On today's podcast, Successful Farming Editor-in-Chief Gil Gullickson discusses the importance of harvest weed seed control systems. A device called the Seed Terminator is new in the United States, but Australian farmers have successfully used the system to destroy weed seed and to reduce herbicide-resistant weed populations for several years. Before we hear from Gil, we would like to thank our sponsor, FMC, the Infurrow Leader. Visit your FMC retailer or infurrow.ag.fmc.com to learn more. Well, herbicide-resistant weeds, they just keep coming up and coming up and coming up. It's kind of like playing whack-a-mole where you get one down and another pops up, particularly when it comes to broadleaves like Palmer amaranth and water hemp. Herbicides are a time-tested tool of using them, but these days they need a little help, especially when you get in uh, resistance to multiple herbicide sites of action where you have a uh, weed that resists a number of herbicides, as water hemp and palmeranth do. So one of the things that some folks at some land-grant universities are testing include harvest weed seed control units. One of them that they are testing at the University of Missouri is the seed terminator. And this technology, like the other harvest weed seed control uh, units, originate in Australia. Australian farmers, they've been using them successfully, and what they do is they mount them on the back of a combine, and when the grain comes through, the weed seed also comes through, but uh, it's separated, and then the weed seed normally would come out the combine. Well, these harvest weed seed control units, they consist of some mills, and they grind up the weed seed, so they can't germinate the following year. And you can read more about this in the October issue of Successful Farming under the Weeds Playbook program. There's a story called Herbicide Helpers. And they're, uh, they're pretty effective. There are some things that are, some limitations exist that they're pretty much limited to weeds that seed later in the season, just like water hemp and palmer amaranth. And also not all weed seeds enter the combine. There can be some bouncing off, they just don't get in, or they bounce off the field. So it's not foolproof, but they do get a majority of the weed seed into the combine. There's also a climate disadvantage that in Australia, it's a lot more arid climate. And as a result, the weeds can go through pretty easily. It doesn't jam up the combine. Well, you can have some weeds in mid-south states. You can have weeds in some states, such as Missouri, that the water amp and the palmer amaranth have not matured yet, meaning you get green plants going through the combine, and as a result, you can have them jam up the combine. So that's one drawback to, drawback to them. Although the University of Missouri tests that they've done with the seed terminator, they haven't seen any of that so far. They have not clogged once there. So that's a good thing. Uh, it is more expensive to uh, mount your combine with these. They also put another load on the engine, so it's going to take more fuel. And they might slow you down to just a bit, but I know Missouri tests, they only show there's like a 0.2 mile per hour difference if, if it's on versus off. And if you're on a class seven or class eight combine, it hasn't been an issue in their tests. And it shows that the seed terminator, it can render 94% of the seed non-viable once it's in the combine. So it works pretty well. Um, as I said, they're uh, testing them, or they're commonly used in Australia. They've really helped them manage their herbicide-resistant weed problems. And so far, they've, uh, they're have they testing them here. I believe that Iowa State, 
they're testing a, another unit called the uh, Redicop C control unit. And kind of the same principle where they mount it on the combine and it comes out. But these are some pretty, uh, pretty exciting technology that's coming off Australia. Your land-grant universities are testing them. So it's uh, never going to take the place of herbicides, but it sure helps out the herbicides that are here and extends their utility. We have an expert with us who's done testing on the Seed Terminator and knows a lot about the way these work, and it's Kevin Bradley. He is the Extension Weed Specialist at the University of Missouri, and he's going to talk to you about Harvest Seed Weed Control. Before we hear from Kevin, we'd like to highlight today's sponsor, FMC. Strong early season defenses against seedling insects and soil diseases are key to a successful season. The leader in Infro Solutions, FMC, helps protect your fields from the start with a growing portfolio of Infro innovations. You can't predict the future, but you can plan for it. Visit your FMC retailer or infro.ag.fmc.com to learn more. And now back to Kevin. The concept is just simply that uh, we're going to try to take whatever weed seed is there at the time of harvest and um, not allow that seed to go back into the ground, into the soil. Uh, so it's a fairly simple, straightforward idea. That's kind of one that we kind of say, why didn't we think of this sooner? Um, but how do we accomplish that? Uh, one of the methods of harvest weed seed control is uh, impact mills that are integrated into combines. Uh, there's two primary um, manufacturers, if you will, that are in the U.S. right now trying to, I guess, promote these. Uh, Seed Terminator and ReadyCop, those are two companies at least I know of. And the whole premise is just simply, uh, as the weed seeds enters the combine, uh, these implements will grind those weed seeds up and whatever's coming out of the back is rendered no longer viable. And so in that way you can deplete that soil seed bank over time. Some of the disadvantages uh, from what we've learned in our research, or, or you might say one of, the, one of the negatives, I won't call it a disadvantage, uh, because there's a lot of positives, but one of the negatives is that we do not get all of the weed seed into the combine. Uh, we get a majority of it, somewhere around 20, 22%, you know, based on our research. Uh, as that reel is, is turning, every farmer and everybody that's ever seen a combine can, can see this in their heads. As you're going through the field and you see that reel turning, well, obviously, Sometimes it's going to hit the, the seed head of a water hemp or a pigweed or a palmer or whatever. And when it does that, it, it, it can cause shattering and some of that seed can shatter such that it goes onto the soil and, and not enter the combine. So there, you're not going to get it all. We don't sell silver bullets, never have. Uh, you're not going to get all of it, but you're going to get the majority of it. I would say some of the things that we've learned from doing this in a different climate compared to the arid one of Australia is that our weeds can stay green and uh, we can be harvesting without a frost uh, in several geographies. Um, obviously, the further you go south, you know, the less likely you're gonna have a frost at the time of harvest. Uh, that can influence uh, clogging, potential for clogging. It can also influence uh, the amount of seed that's retained on that plant. Uh, so there's lots of factors there, but I would say, uh, you know, another thing that might enter into the negative category that we haven't totally figured out yet would be that uh, as you go further and further south in the U.S., there's a greater potential for clogging as you harvest green, nasty pigweeds that have a lot of juice in them and have not been frosted on yet. But 
I'll say this, in our two years of doing research, we haven't clogged once in Missouri with the seed terminator. So based on our data, you're gonna lose about 20, 22%, whatever that number is to the, to the what we call um, header loss. Okay, so of everything that's out in the field, uh, about 20%, let's just stick with that number, about 20% is not gonna enter the combine. Of the remaining amount that enters into the combine, um, what enters into these devices based on our research, uh, 94 of 94 percent of that seed is ground up and and rendered non-viable. So, you know, very, very high percent of what actually gets into the combine will be ground up and no longer viable. And, uh, you know, you can see substantial reductions in the seed bank the next the next spring. Well, what the farmers always want to know uh, inevitably, and anytime I talk is, well, what about the performance of the combine and what does it do to me if I put it on my combine? Does it slow me down? Does it cost me more money? Does it, does it have more fuel requirements and all of that? And the answer is yes, obviously it costs you for the, for the implement itself, but uh, it, it does burn a little more fuel when you have one of these engaged. Uh, in our results, it, it barely slows you down. I'm, I'm saying like uh, 0.2 miles per hour difference in harvest time when it's on versus off. So to me, that's, that's nothing. Um, but there's, there's more load on the engine itself. Um, but if you're running a class seven or class eight combine, that, that has not been an issue for us. Um, and like I said, there's, there's a little bit more fuel burned compared to if you didn't have one. So those, those are the first things that farmers care about is, you know, what's it going to do to my combine and, and my speed of harvest. I, I think we're good on the speed of harvest thing. I don't think it's going to make much difference. Well, as you can see, Harvest Seed Weed Control, it has a lot of potential for farmers as a way to extend the utility of herbicides and give them some help when it comes to herbicide resistant weeds. Um, these units have been popularized in Australia and land grant universities like the University of Missouri are testing them. And for more information, you can read the Weeds Playbook story, Herbicide Helpers, in the October issue of Successful Farming. This podcast was brought to you by Infro Leader FMC. Visit your FMC retailer or infro.ag.fmc.com to learn more. Thank you to Gil Gellickson and Kevin Bradley for being our guests today. You can read more about Harvest Weed Seed Control Systems in the October issue of Successful Farming and agriculture.com. For Successful Farming, I'm David Ekstrom.